Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to a fresh week. And I want to read to you from the book of Hebrews, chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 1. And it says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands, of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. This uh, passage of scripture, God gave me an outline years ago um, before I was in the ministry. When I was in business, we would do this house church. And so every Sunday we would have guys from the office come. It was optional for them to come. And and uh, uh, my wife, Krista, and, and my brother, Tim, would lead the, pra- lead the praise and worship. And then I would preach. And the Lord showed me this as an outline of how to lay out um, sermons for the Sundays, because I would kind of just, uh, I don't want to say wing it, I would always study, but it was just random what I would preach on. But the Lord showed me this of like, these are the doctrines Paul is saying here, or the writer of Hebrews is saying, hey, let's um, let's uh, move on from these foundational things. But the Lord showed me, hey, this these are foundational things. So let's get the foundation right before we move forward. So I want to take uh, part of this week and kind of dive into some of these subjects here. And I believe it'll really be a, a help for you of the foundations of Christ. And um, starting with this first one in verse one, it says, let us go into perfection, not laying in the foundation of repentance from dead works. So today we're going to talk about the ever exciting topic of repentance. I, I believe this uh, will, underst- um, will help you understand, first of all, what pre- repentance is when the Bible talks about repent. Secondly, that there's really two subjects in this one one part here, repentance from dead works. There's two two things the Lord's talking about here, but really give you a clear understanding that you'll be able to, if you're leading a small group, if you're in anything, be able to speak on the subject. So number one, I want to talk about repentance. Repentance means um, to turn, uh, to, to turn, uh, excuse me, repentance means to feel such regret for sins or crimes as produces an amendment of life. You know, we've uh, there's a scene in this movie, um, that uh, movie Les Miserables, where uh, where at the very beginning, you know, he's been in jail, he's lived a life of crime, but he comes out and he has this like coming to Jesus moment, and he turns around, and then the whole story starts of like him getting a second identity, right? And um, uh, if you've seen the movie um, uh, or read the book, but. There's this uh, scene where he has this moment where he falls on his knees and repents. The first thing you need to understand about repentance is repentance is understanding that you're accountable to God. You can repent and say, I'm sorry to somebody else, and that is a form of it. But biblical repentance is is understanding that you're accountable to God. Of all the things that Jesus Christ has done for me, his mercy is the most important to me. And I believe his mercy is uh, coupled into his love. So you could say, I'm most grateful for God's love. But really, without his mercy, man, I've, I've got nothing. I've got no eternal life. There's no forgiveness for my sins. I thank God every day that he poured out his mercy and still continues to have mercy on me when, when I miss it. Repentance, though, is our response to the mercy of God. The Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. God is leading every single person on planet Earth. You know, you may look at someone and say, well, it doesn't look like God's doing anything in their life, but God is working on their heart to lead them on the road of repentance. And And it's by his goodness so that they would come and understand, hey, there's a debt that I have to pay to God. The debt of sin 
if God made the law, the debt of sin is paid to God. So repentance is, is a change of heart. Repentance is not saying, I'm sorry. Repentance is, repentance is a heart thing to feel sorry, first of all. Feel sorry. Let me read what I wrote down because I had it a little more concise here. It isn't saying sorry. It's being sorry, feeling sorry, having a full heart change about it, and then confessing your fault, which is taking responsibility. Um, repentance isn't just like, you know, my bad, for, forgive me. It's, it's, a, it's a godly sorrow. I'm going to read another passage to you, 2 Corinthians 7. And it says here um, uh, in verse 10, it says, For godly sorrow works repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world works death. For behold, this selfsame thing that you sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you. Yes, what clearing of yourselves. Yes, what indignation. Yes, what fear. Yes, what vehement desire. What zeal. Yes, what revenge. In all things you have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. So here we see, this is 2 Corinthians 7, we see that godly repentance is something that clears the conscience. When you repent, you're actually going to God and saying, God, I'm sorry I did it in the first place. That was the difference between Saul and King and, and David is when Saul messed up, he said, he even said, I messed up because the people, because I listened to the people, I, I, I feared the people. But then he, he only, he didn't repent to God. He, he said, I've sinned, um, uh, but can you help me? His, his, his only worry was that, can you help me save face to the people? That wasn't true repentance. That was, I'm sorry I got caught. This, when David repented, when he fell on his face for what he did in taking Bathsheba, he said, I've sinned before God. Joseph, when, when was te- he was tempted by Potiphar's wife, said, how could I sin? How could I do that to my master and, and, and do that to God? Repentance um, many times stems from us seeing the outcome of what it will produce in our life. Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. There are many people who've, who've come to, to repent and say, God, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and come to saving faith. You notice how in Hebrews 6, it says repentance of, good, of dead works and faith towards God. So those things go hand in hand. You, you, you aren't a Christian because you repent, and, and you can't be a Christian without repentance, right? So you repent and have faith, you couple your repentance with faith, right? So those two go hand in hand. But it's, it's looking down the road and seeing this, this is going to end up affecting my eternity. True repentance to God is understanding there's a weight of sin, there's, there's a wage that's going to be paid, and Jesus Christ already died on the cross to pay it. So when you, repentance, you're, when you repent, you're basically asking Jesus to, to take his blood and wash your sins away by his blood. Hey, Jesus, if you're still willing to let my sins come under, it's like, it's like someone standing by the cash register and, and saying, here, I'll pay for yours, I'll pay for yours. Like, you got to get up and get your bill into his hand or, or it's not going to be paid for. If he leaves and you're left standing with your, with your bill, you're going to have to fit the bill. But if you can get it into his hand and he says, hey, while I'm paying, while I've got my credit card out, quickly come give me your... That's, that's what repentance does. Repentance is us coming to Jesus and saying, God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And he's paying for our sin with his blood. 
And so that's what repentance does. But in the scripture is also repentance from dead works. So there's two sides to this. This isn't just, hey, I've messed up and I've done it wrong. Lord, forgive me. For me, the example I was going to use in my life was I remember when I was in my 20s and I was 240 pounds, I was probably 70 pounds, 80 pounds overweight. And I was playing basketball and I remember my knees and my shins just hurting so much. And I had this fast forward moment to when I was 80 and I thought to myself, man, if I continue on like this, when I'm 80, my knees are going to be in terrible shape. And I had this moment of like, I'm seeing the future and I'm not willing to pay the cost that being overweight at that, that being overweight will do. And so even though, you know, my lifestyle and just kind of doing whatever I wanted got me there. There was a, it was a sobering moment of, I'm not, I'm not willing. Now, this obviously wasn't between me and the Lord. This was between me and my future self. But that was a form of repentance. It was a complete mind uh, change of heart about what I'd been doing. So whereas it was okay for me to do whatever I want, now all of a sudden I said, this is not okay anymore. True repentance is when you don't just say, Lord, I'm sorry I got caught True repentance is where you have a full turnaround in your heart and say, Lord, if I had to do it over again, I would never do it again. I'm so sorry that I that I found myself in that situation. That's true repentance. But the next thing is, is it's repentance from dead works. There's something in, in the life of every believer that has to work out, uh, that has to get past doing things to qualify for the love of God. And so people have dead works where it's, it was, you know, the book of Galatians is a great one where people, uh, to read about this, where people were coming back under the bondage of the law because they thought, oh, I got to do this. You know, the only thing that makes us righteous is the blood of Jesus Christ. If you read your Bible today or you don't read your Bible today, it doesn't make you any more righteous, any less righteous. You listening to this podcast or not listening to this podcast doesn't make you any any more righteous, any less righteous. You can't become more or less righteous. You are only righteous by the, by the blood of Jesus Christ, by what Jesus Christ did for you. But so people have, people can get into dead works where they're doing things to try to be, oh, if I don't worship the Lord today, he's not going to love me. I'll feel rejected. And that's that's baby Christianity where people are, you know, you're, oh, things are going great with God. And then a week later they're, they're in a slump because, you know, I stopped reading my Bible. And the, you have to understand the, the price that God paid for you makes you righteous with or without you reading the Bible, you doing your daily disciplines. If you come and spend, spend a day with me, there'd be prayer time. There's, there's time in the word. There's, there's usually time to record a podcast. There's daily disciplines. I've, I share the gospel with people. There's, there's things that I've instituted in my life that that people can look at. And this is where you have to be able to decipher decipher between, between a discipline and a dead work. And there's a big difference. A discipline is good. It's good to be disciplined. I'm disciplined about certain things. And there's days where I don't feel like doing them, but I'm disciplined anyway. It's a good thing to be disciplined. Well, how is that not a dead work? Well, it's, it's not, it doesn't qualify me. That's the difference. A dead, a, a dead work is that something that you lean on, and then if you don't have it, you feel like you're not in God's good graces. Well, I didn't pray today. You know, I didn't really spend my four hours in my prayer class. You know, there'll come a time where, where maybe certain days you won't have time to do that. You won't have four hours. There was a time in my life where I was studying six, seven hours a day, a few days a week. And I just, I mean, right now in quarantine, maybe I have a little more time on my hands. But 
in my normal work, in my normal work life, I don't have that sort of time. And so I, you, you take the time that you can get with the Lord and you, you, there's time to study and be in the word, but it doesn't make you any more or less righteous. It, it's going to, it's going to, it affects you. It doesn't affect God. And so that's the difference. A dead work is something that is, is something you're relying on to be righteous. And I want to tell you, it's only by grace that we're saved through faith. And so you have to decipher between being disciplined about something, which is a very, very good thing. You know, just because something feels like a dead work doesn't mean you stop doing it. If you, if your time in the Word is starting to feel like a burden, it doesn't mean you stop reading the Bible. No, you read the Bible, but it means you step up your love walk with the Lord. Love, love should be the motivation of everything that we do. I love the Lord with all my heart. And so even if you're in it and you're feeling like it's a dead work, like it's a way to have been doing this just out of religion and tradition, it doesn't mean you stop doing it. It means you ask the Lord, Lord, I know this is a good thing. I'm commanded to do this in your word, but I see in your word too that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Lord, that you, that I was, uh, Ephesians 4.24, I was created, my, I was created in holiness and true righteousness, that righteousness is a gift of God. Lord, I thank you that I'm in right standing with you not because of anything I do, because of everything you've done, but because you've been so good, Lord, I'm drawing near to you in your word. I'm drawing near to you in prayer. You have a heart change. And so dead works is anything that you feel gets you to God. We can't by our own, by our own works, by our own righteousness, come and approach God. We approach by completely on the blood of Jesus completely. Many people put their faith on the other. And yes, faith requires obedience, but, oh, you know, I've been asked, I've been believing the Lord to pay this bill for me, but then I didn't read the Bible for two days and I played video games and now I don't feel like he's good. No, it's, if it was based on that, the devil would always lie to you and you'd always be getting it wrong. You know, oh, you haven't read your Bible seven hours today. So the Lord's not going to pay, give you that $400 you're believing him for. It's like the, it has to be fully on the shoulders of Jesus Christ. And so dead works is things, and God wants to lift the heavy burden. God doesn't want you serving him feeling burdened. So I'm not telling you that if you felt burdened in doing any daily discipline to stop. No, I'm telling you to, to take a fresh look at the word and see that those things don't get you anywhere with God. They, they're there for you. They don't change who you are in Christ. They change, they renew your mind. They, they, they stir your spirit man up. They get you to a place of strength. It has nothing to do with your relationship with the Lord. It has to do with you, you being in a place to receive. You know, God is ready to give at all times. It's just, are we ready to receive? God's ready to touch you with his anointing right now. God's ready to refresh you. The Bible says, repent so that times of refreshing can come in the presence of the Lord. So if you're a Christian, God is actually saying, hey, it's time for times of refreshing. <laughs> be refreshed today in Jesus' name. So allow this to be something that you that settles down in your heart. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm repenting of dead works, things that I've held as the, as the way that I get in God's good graces. Oh, you know, God blesses me because I do this. There's, there's, the, there's obedience to the word, and it's all about our obedience to the word. But we are righteous, not because of what we've done, but because of what he's done. We've come and received the gift. We've repented for what we've done wrong. And now we're placed in a, in a place where there's no, there, there needs to be no dead works, things lifeless, 
lifeless works of lifeless religion in our life. God wants to remove the heavy burden, make serving him a joy where you wake up excited. Man, Jesus is my savior. God is my father. I've got the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. I'm born again to win in Jesus' name. I love you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow on the next podcast.